right, sweet. So we are in week four of the NFL season. I think this is episode nine of our podcast, which hardly matters at this point because we're not even in double digits yet. But nonetheless, it's it's episode nine. We're in week four. Tons of stuff to talk about today. We got trades. We got hindsight is 2020. We got predictions for the week. We got an update on me and Matt's predictions from last week. Some of us, one of us was pretty far off. We won't say who yet. Uh, but that doesn't matter, so let's just go ahead and get into it. All right, let's do it. All right, first thing to cover uh, is my depression. <laughs> because it's Wednesday. Yeah. Which means it's been 48 hours since I've watched the NFL. That is that is sad. Yeah. What do you do on Tuesday and Wednesday night? I mean, Wednesday nights we do this. Yeah. But like there's, Tuesday night, there's my nothing. life is void of meeting. Yeah, there's no purpose in life. Did you see that stiff arm from Vance McDonald? You on mean Monday the night? one where he made uh, what's-his-face look like a child? Yeah, did you hear that guy went on IR? No. He's on IR. From, his season's over. From that stiff Kid arm. you not. <laughs> The guy is on IR. <laughs> His season is over. Yes. Vance McDonald ended a guy's career. Okay. <laughs> career. We don't know yet. I mean, his it ego is for be. sure hurt enough. <laughs> His soul is broken. Yeah, his soul, he, yeah, he's broken in half. I literally, I went to look it up today, and that was the first thing I saw was Chris Conti on IR after being stiff-armed. <laughs> and I thought to myself, no way that's real. And then I found out it was very real. Oh, my gosh. So if you haven't seen it, please. Please go look that up. It is, it is worth watching. Someone's season <laughs> sounds terrible when I say it out loud. Dude, here's the weird. Okay, so here's the thing I don't understand about the NFL though. So, and, and this is a hot take. I think these new like oh, yeah. quarterback tackling rules are so stupid because like the non the roughing the passer rule. Yeah, yeah, like Clay Matthews has been criminalized over the last oh, two, couple gosh. weeks. But it's like, so that play. For Vance mm-hmm. McDonald was totally legal, yeah. and he just dominated some like defensive player. Poor child. But like, if you touch Aaron Rodgers, you're like done. Yeah. And it's like so obvious to me. And like from a business standpoint, I guess I get it. Like if your top quarterbacks keep going out of the league, people yeah. will stop watching. Mm-hmm. But from just like a fairness to the players, it's like tight ends can literally end guys' careers, and it's not even a question of a flag. Oh yeah. And like if you tackle a quarterback, and it might knock the wind out of them, it's like. You're 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 effectively getting it's arrested. A, yeah, it's a first down for the for the offense. Yeah, like, no insane. matter what, which is insane. And also, there was a guy. Um, gosh, I can't remember what game it was. I think it was the Raiders Dolphins game. Uh, a guy on the Raiders, his season is over because he was trying to not tackle. Uh, oh, I Tannehill. did see that. Yeah, and he, I, I don't know what he did. I, I haven't lo- I haven't looked into it at all because it's defense and it's not fantasy relevant, so I don't care. Right. Um, unless it's Khalil Mack, then I care, dude. But um, for real, that guy's a monster. He's, he's a, so good. He's freaking nature. I love watching the Bears again. I it's know. so much fun. Uh, but yeah, it's insane that like that guy. He was trying to do what was right and it ended up ending his season. And right. All because of this weird rule yeah. where players aren't allowed to tackle each other. Right. I, yeah. <laughs> I want to see the data behind like how many quarterback injuries are we actually preventing. Because mm. like at this point, we've got rules that you can't tackle quarterback by the legs. You can't tackle them high. You can't yep. slam them. You can't push them up. Like, 
Okay. You just can't hit the quarterback. <laughs> right. You just at all. It's like, Let them throw the ball. All right. Great for fantasy, terrible for football. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is 100% true. So uh, that's a hot take on the league. Let's jump into the hot takes on the trades. First trade oh, of the week boy. was Jason and Sarah. Chris Matre called for a full haunt FBI investigation. <laughs> he told me that he got a hold of Robert Mueller, but that <laughs> Mueller claimed he was kind of busy right now. So he said he'd look into it later. Um, but so oh what happened God. was Jason traded Austin Hooper to Sarah uh, and his third round rookie for Sarah's first round rookie p- uh, pick. Yes. Give me your thoughts. What in the hell? Was Sarah thinking? <laughs> she's done, she's made so many good moves all season, <clears throat> and I think most of this was due to Couples Camp. Maybe Brian Tome just said something, so and it Couples really Camp struck her. A place where you go to abuse your spouse, or <laughs> like it's, you go there to take advantage of each other. Oh, like usually not in fantasy, more like sexually. Right, but, uh, right. That sounds like a camp I need to get in on. <laughs> No, I, I don't know. Maybe Sarah sees something I don't. Um, I, 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 I think she got just straight hosed on this. I, I'll be honest. Jason's doing some hosing. The man's a freaking firefighter okay, right now. Okay, hold so on. We'll hold get into on. that here in a second. Yeah. We'll, we'll hold off on the hot take on Jason <laughs> until I convince you of my genius. But, yeah, I think uh, the, yeah, this is, I mean, so like, Sarah traded down in every way here, but now the, the the thing that I will give her is I talked to Jason on Sunday before soccer, mm-hmm. and if I remember right, Sarah wasn't feeling too hot about her tight end, and I forget who she had. Uh, she has Olsen and, and Goddard. Goddard, yeah. So like, and Greg Olsen gets hurt. So like, I can understand making yep. the move for uh, yeah, for, I, for I a tight end. Move, yeah, I don't understand the move for Austin Hooper, and I don't understand the first round rookie pick. And I'm yeah. the lowest on the first round rookies that there is basically. So I'm not a huge fan of it. But like, I don't. I, to me, it's like if it makes your team. If you don't think you can start Dallas Goddard, and this was the only tight end you felt like you could get, which ironically this week he was amazing. Yeah, he was real good. Yeah, so it ended up working out for this week for her. But uh, yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of it. But I don't think it's like a I don't think it's like a massive blowout per se. The the eh. thing that's weird is like getting the third round pick is effectively nothing. Yeah, like, third round and well, I mean, I mean even, considering that there will be some guys because we're gonna have to cut our rosters down to twenty, so there will be some guys that aren't actually rookies that'll be getting drafted in that quote unquote rookie draft. Oh, I didn't realize that. I thought yeah, they were all so just free it, it agents. It won't all be rookies. It'll be. Like we'll cut down to twenty. If I, Still, if I understand, though, if you can't make the twenty-man fantasy roster. Like, do I really want you? Exactly. exactly. Uh, it's like, sure, there's more players. So I, I agree. It's kind of like trading Austin Huber for a first-round rookie. And I mean, I'm not a huge fan of tight ends. I I have Ertz, and I I got lucky with that. But even if I didn't have Ertz, yeah, I would have like tight end and just kind of be okay with whatever I got. Sarah is in a tight spot though. Yep. Um. So I understand the desperation trade, but. Man, it just felt like it was given so much. Yeah, like especially first for a team that's doing well. Yeah, and she's not she's not struggling. Yep. So even if like she had to wait a couple weeks with Olsen and just pick up some rando off the waivers. Right. I'd, it's probably better yeah. than whoever she's starting anyway. Yeah, so, maybe. <laughs> uh, let's get into what is apparently the hottest trade of the week. Oh, which my gosh. I just don't understand the outrage This here. trade blew up my phone. I know. I, like, was, I was sitting there in – so I like made the deal – as I was heading into our marriage class at Missio. But it's like it's like a foundations of marriage class, which like they say it's foundations of marriage, and you're like, oh cool. 
But what it really should be is like premarital class. Oh, gosh. and so I was like, I am already married. I, yeah, exactly. Checked I was like, out. Done this. Don't need to uh, worry about this anymore. Uh, so I was like, <laughs> I mean, there, there's definitely good stuff in it. Highly recommend it for early married people. But it was very much like if you have been in a marriage and have read any books at all about it that are from trusted sources, like you got it. But anyway, that's yeah. just, this isn't like a marriage yeah. class review. Uh, so I'm walking. No hot takes on marriage. But so, no, this is basically just me saying. I was in a class after I made the deal. So I made the deal, sent it out. And I'm yeah. sitting in class, and I pulled up my phone, and I was like, oh, let's see what happened. And she's like, full roast. Like, wow. And I saw Griffin send out the trade. My initial response was like, what are you doing? Because like, I thought that he was saying I dominated Jason, oh, which is apparently not the consensus in the nope, league. Not at all. So here's what happened. I traded Christian Kirk, mm-hmm. rookie wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals, and my first-round rookie for Marshawn Lynch. Mm-hmm. Now... Let me defend myself first, because I seriously did not expect the backlash here. There was a lot of backlash. This one had more than Sarah's. Yeah. Hands down. Which, it's probably just because I talk way more trash, and so then... That's definitely... You know, if I just sit around calling everyone garbage and armchair quarterback, and I'm kind of inviting it on myself, (laughs) and that's why, and I love it. Uh, I crave it. Uh, So, (laughs) let me tell you what I was thinking, and why I still believe that this is a great trade for my team. Uh, if you look at my team, yeah. I have solid wide receivers through and through pretty much. They did not perform in week three. Yeah. But Nelson Aguilar, Deshaun Jackson, Allen mm. Robinson, Will Fuller. Now, I benched Deshaun Jackson, or, or I played Deshaun Jackson in favor of – who did I play in Randall favor Cobb. of? Randall Cobb. Yeah. So, like, we're talking about some good, solid guys. And I have speculative wide receivers already in Josh Gordon – maybe the number one speculative wide receiver in the league right now, and Jordan Matthews, who's not super high, but just got signed to a good team, has a good quarterback throwing the ball, and he's done it before. Mm-hmm. He's, like Both these guys have been fantasy monsters before. Yeah. Granted, some things have to pan out, but I don't think that the risk of their situations panning out is any greater than Christian Kirk's canning out, panning out. So I don't need another third rookie wide receiver. What I do need is my second running back right now is Isaiah Crowell, which he's honestly been fine. And if he keeps getting the goal line work, like he'll keep being which good. Will, yeah. But I would rather have Marshawn Lynch than Isaiah Crowell from like talking about like 75% of the time I'm going to start Marshawn Lynch over oh. Crowell. Yeah, uh, easily. And so, and I, and I really like Marshawn Lynch <clears> this year. And so I wanted him and I didn't need Christian Kirk. And uh, also, if you look at, like, what a first-round rookie pick is worth, like, the the guys that are producing so far, week-to-week basis, three, there's one of them. There's Saquon Barkley. Mm -hmm. That is it. Calvin Ridley blew up. Carrion Johnson is is heading up. He looked good on Monday. Oh, yeah, he did. Um, But that's it. Like, Ridley is trending up. Callaway is trending up. Mm -hmm. uh, Carrion's trending up. Saquon's doing it. I don't think my first-round rookie pick is going to be in the bottom four. You mean the top four? Yeah, I don't think I will finish in the bottom four of the league, thus giving me a top four pick. So, to me, if I look at those rookies after the fourth pick, they're really almost they're they're nothing for my team next year. Mm -hmm. Speculative ad, dynasty league, whatever. So, all that to say, I think I have a really good shot at winning this year, and I went for let's win this year, and I think that's how it's going to play out. I really like this addition of my roster. Christian Kirk didn't offer me much except for like way down the road. And frankly, he has like a ten percent chance of actually being relevant. And somewhere down the road, some other wide receiver will pop up. So that's how I was thinking about it. I think that's well, rational. That's rational. You don't think so? 
<laughs> this is gonna be a long episode. It, it is gonna be a little. Well, there's so many big things that happen, yeah, so yeah. you guys can get over it. Uh, so here's my thought. I, I hear your point, and I definitely think that for winning this year, it was the right move uh, because Christian Kirk is not gonna bring the value this year that Lynch can bring. That's obvious. No right. one's gonna argue that point. But long haul, I think this is where it becomes really hard for me. Fitz is going to retire. Uh-huh. And everybody, and when I think, okay, Fitz is going to retire, I think Fitz Jr. is going to come in, and that's Christian Kirk. Even though I don't know if Christian Kirk can be Larry Fitzgerald. That's, where, that's the only part where I'm like, man, that's a, maybe... That's a big assumption. It is a big assumption, yeah. And someone's got to be the one there. No one else is stepping up to the plate. The biggest reason right now that I'm kind of like, man, maybe now is the time to bail on Christian Kirk is because their quarterbacks have been terrible, and we don't. But we don't know what Josh Rosen's going to do, and he could feed the rock to Christian Kirk all day for all we know. I think he's going to feed the rock to hopefully David Johnson. David Johnson. I think so as well. And second off, Ricky Seals Jones because I think he's going to get I scared. Mean, well, I bet you because like, you have Ricky Seals Jones. That's right. <laughs> and the Cardinals are horrible. Yes. And so that's why I just wasn't super high on keeping him. But yeah. I, I, I get it. Yeah. The, the Cardinals have historically relied on a high PPR receiver. Mm-hmm. And the the other part of it for me as well is like, so your your trade was like the next year guy, basically. Right. Well, two next year guys, if we're looking at the first round pick. Yep. I think there are some rookies that I actually have a lot of hype for and hope for. Like, I don't love Nick Chubb, but I, I actually like Naeem Hines, Jordan Wilkins. I don't think that they're like stars. Don't get me wrong. I think right. long play, those guys are hopeful. Um, Darius Geis, Royce Freeman, I think is going to bounce back eventually. Like he'll be relevant. I think Philip Lindsay has ruined his year. I think Philip Lindsay's definitely ruined his year this year, which I love. Uh, <laughs> there is, I mean, there's Saquon, there's Carry On, Antonio Callaway's looking really good. Cortland Sutton, like there are a lot of rookies that are still hopeful. Their 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 career's not over yet. Yep. Um, it is still you know it's week four, but it's still your first round rookie can have a lot of value, and I yep. think it's more likely that they will in a dynasty. Um, but your trade was basically trading two of those young guys that are like hopefuls for a guy that a lot of people believe is retiring this year. Oh yeah. So it, that, that's why it's like, whoa! What? Like he gave up so much. But if it is a trade where you're saying like, you know, I want to win this year, I think it is the right move. I think because Marshawn gets you there. I mean, someone's got to win this year. Yep. Might as well be me. I would rather it be me. I'd rather it be me it's than not anyone looking else. that way. And I, th- I think it. I, I seriously think that. Um, I seriously think that I have a shot at it. Yeah, and I want to go for it. And you have a lot of other young and guys. I have that. That's the thing. Is that if if Christian Kirk was my only young, high volatility future wide receiver, I mm-hmm. wouldn't have done it. But I've got the Josh Gordon. I've got uh, I've got what Nelson Aguilar, Tyreek. Yeah, uh, Allen Robinson. Even I mean, he's that, not who, on a one year deal. Thinking of? Who Will Fuller. No, but I do love that I have Will Fuller. Gosh, I don't even know who else. Uh, the guy that's Jordan Matthews. And so, oh, yeah. like, just, again, I've got a lot of this, like, young wide receiver talent. I've even got Kiki Kuti sitting on my bench, who was very highly recruited. People yeah. really liked him in the preseason. Then he got hurt. Yeah. Now with, uh, what's his face out, Bruce Ellington out on IR. Like, maybe that works out. So, I think the way that my, like, if you just look at the players, like, yeah, it's not, like, it's pretty it's questionable. Not a good trade, when yeah. you look at my roster, I think mm-hmm. it made a lot of sense for my roster. Yeah. So I get behind that. Still think Jason hosed everybody this week. <laughs> full firefighter hose, full blast, just <laughs> just going to town on everybody. So good job, Jason. Oh. Way to get the first the first trade. Wasn't this the first trade of the season so far? 
I mean, if, got, you, if you don't count, count pre-draft stuff, then yeah, yeah. I don't count that. In well, season, Sarah was the first one, and then me and Jason were the second one. So Jason, Jason, living up to the hype, he's he already in itch, all the trends. I'm jealous. I, I want to get in on this action. If you want old guys that are going to help you win this year, he's basically wheeling and dealing. <laughs> Man, my, I, I, yeah, I don't know if I can win this year. I'm looking towards the years <laughs> down the road at this point. Uh, also, if you look at his roster and want an injured guy, you can have them too. <laughs> I can have that. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, all right, so let's get into the week uh, week three review real quick. Uh, the matchup pick them. So this yes. is just me and Cheek picking them, picking them every week. Uh, I, the number one analyst from last week, <laughs> uh, went five out of six on the matchups. Cheek Ooh. went three out of six. That brings my season accuracy to 66.66666 repeating. Pay attention of to those numbers, folks. And uh, you stay <laughs> at your measly 50% accuracy. Hey, that how, is right in the middle. That is how as average as can be. feel? <laughs> Compared to the excellence. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm super excited to keep track of that because oh, yeah, the so thing is fun. that's funny about this is I I mind after you I I I to, I, oh, no. I made you pick Matre. No, and I wanted to pick Matre. <laughs> I wanted to pick Matre. I believed in him. That's that. Whatever you he, want to tell yourself. He man. let me down. Uh, I mean, classic Chris. Uh, so <laughs> let, let me get. Man, that's a life roast. <laughs> That's not even like a fantasy roast. Just attacking the man's soul. I mean, it was in regards to his fantasy team, oh, but okay. since you took okay. it there, we'll, we'll, we'll take it a life roast. Um, all right, give me your emotional reaction real quick to your week three matchup. Man, I hate my team. <laughs> it's so it's so stupid because like <laughs> I get so excited every week. Like Philip Lindsay comes out, he's so looking, much potential. He looks so good at the beginning of the game, and then he punches a dude and gets ejected. For the rest of the game, it was like the first quarter. Uh, yep. It wasn't even late enough in the game to where it's like, ah, all right, it was the fourth quarter, whatever, I'm going to miss a week next week. No, it was the first quarter, so my hopes got up, then I got destroyed. Then A.J. Green gets hurt, out for the rest of the game. Then Tom Brady, the GOAT, the greatest of all time, the great one himself, put up a measly 7.5 <laughs> against the Lions. I know. It's not like it was the freaking Bears, like who I think are the best defense in the NFL. Like, oh, yeah. No, the Lions are terrible, and Tom Brady's better. <laughs> so I went from, like, literally, I, you, you can ask Corey. Like, I, I was texting Corey, like, and I, I was telling him, like, I think I can do this. Like, yeah. not, not I am going to beat you. I think I can beat you. <laughs> so hardly confident. And I got, like, really excited, and then it all just went down the gutter so fast. So You hate to hear that. Yeah, just, it's going to keep happening to me. I'm going to keep getting hopeful till <laughs> something happens and I win. Well, if it helps you out... From my matchup, I actually considered purging myself <laughs> on Sunday night when I realized I was going to lose to Griffin. I was so angry. <laughs> my three receivers combined for 17 points. Ooh, like, I just I was so mad. And Drew Brees, Drew breezed all over me. And on <laughs> Thursday night, I'm, like, watching Isaiah Crowell. Like, Crowell oh, runs man. in two touchdowns. I'm up. Me and Griffin are in that oh, text. Yeah. It's like you, me, Griffin, and Joe in a text. I'm just like shit talking like crazy, and then Carlos Hyde runs in two touchdowns, yep. and we leave that. And they were game garbage like, touchdowns. They, they were, were like on the one. They were horrible. Yeah, and we like <clears throat> we both end up like at like twenty eight to twenty seven. Yeah, and I was like, what? 
Yep. It's happening. <laughs> At that moment, I knew my week was over because I yeah. knew that God was just against me. Uh, so that's it's your it's your uh, consistency on predictions. That's true. So he wanted to, to knock, it, knock it off. Uh, yeah, that was the only one that I missed was the prediction on myself from yeah. last week. Uh, I'm going to probably miss those the rest of the year because I'll pick myself. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, so let's jump into hindsight is 2020. We've actually got two features this week. Oh, yes. Because there was no person that only needed one start to win. Yes. So you needed... The matchups were blowouts this They year, were. This week. I mean, it was kind of crazy. The closest the closest margin was like 19 points or something, which yeah. is big. Um, so Cheek is, uh, is our number one feature here. He didn't make horrible decisions. Nah. But why don't you tell everyone what your, what your start sits were here. So I chose to play, like I said, Tom Brady, the great one, over Josh Allen. I cannot believe you made that choice. I don't know what I was thinking. I mean, clearly, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills were going to smoke the Vikings, and Josh Allen was going to run for two touchdowns himself, let alone throw for another couple. I mean, if you're telling me you don't want to start the guy whose team is a 17-point underdog, I don't know what, I don't I know mean, what you're smoking. I'll tell you what, I'm starting in this week. That's for dang sure. Uh, don't, so, please don't do that. I'm not doing that. I'm not a fool, but I am excited. Uh, so that that was insane. I also had Minnesota as my survivor pick yeah. in the FanDuel thing, so I lost that. Yeah. I lost my chance at a million dollars, so there goes my life. Uh, on top of that, I started Zacher to, you know, arguably like top five every week over Vance McDonald, who ruined someone's life. He literally so, ruined that guy's life and your life. And my life in the same moment. <laughs> he ended two careers. His one fantasy, yard one touchdown run would have made me win by like 20 points. So, Corey, you're welcome. <laughs> Suck it. Yeah, truly, <laughs> truly horrendous decisions by Cheek. Terrible choices. But if I really, if I had, like, this is the, I, I didn't think, I thought this section would be like, oh, that's funny. Of course that person wouldn't have started this person. Oh, yeah. This week I looked at Jason's start sets and I was like, what? <laughs> so Jason started Matt Stafford over Matt Ryan, and Matt Ryan was in a game of 56 points over under. Oh my like, god! Everyone knew this was going to be a barn burner, and no one expected Matt Matt Stafford to do anything. Oh yeah. So that's just that's a terrible start, Sid. Uh, I'll let you slide by with Couples Camp, but no, I won't. Never mind. <laughs> Take what, it back. I mean, no sliding. What are you doing now? Jason, if he would have made this correct decision, would have still lost by 0.5 points. Just barely. But he had Chris Carson sitting on his bench who outperformed uh, Peyton Barber by a whopping 16 points so he could have smoked Sarah. Uh, And Peyton Barber's been so bad. He's he's been so bad. Okay, I have Ronald Jones in another league and I don't understand what is happening. He's literally... It's like, oh, well, we have this guy that we drafted in what? The second round? Yeah. First round? Second round? No, it was first round. First round. Yeah. We've got a first round running back, or we've got this guy carrying it for 0.8 a carry it's through terrible. three weeks. Like, what are we going to do? Let's fire up Peyton Barber again. Like, are you kidding me? I don't know uh, what's happening. Luckily, I have Ryan Fitzmagic in that league, oh, and yeah. we are bombing. Uh, so, that is hindsight is 2020. Thank you for your horrendous decisions so that we can make fun of you. <laughs> Thank you. I will keep them up. And let's jump straight into <laughs> matchups week four. Uh, so this is Borsky's team sucks. Britain, great name, new <laughs> new best name uh, versus Team Rockstar. This is the husband wife matchup. The good old rumble in the jungle. The rumble oh between my the sheets. Gosh. Um, so first off, love Britain's name. Um, oh, it's, it is a very good name. I'll give it to him. If I go position by position in this matchup, 
The only person on Steph's team that I like is Michael Thomas over Britain's, and not enough to overwhelm the matchup. So to oh, me, yeah. Britain wins this matchup. Yeah, I, I agree. Britain's team is it's just looking better every week, and it pisses me off because he's a commissioner, so of course his team's good. Yeah, I'm going to – hey, Chris, can you call up Muller on this one? <laughs> I would really like to uh, – Call him up. we got to get the special – the biggest reason, though, I think that it's impossible for Steph to win <laughs> is she's doing it again. I don't know if you guys saw this. Last week, Steph played – I called it out on the, on the thread, so you had to have seen this. She's played Alex Collins – and Buck Allen, which they both scored like 15, 16 points. There's no way that can happen two weeks in a row. <laughs> say, Steph, you got lucky. That's bold. Come on. I mean, hopefully Marcus Mariota comes back. Then she can at least play Corey Davis and bench one of those guys. Oh, my God. But even then, I, I never still realized Britain that Britain's logo was Climax Whiskey. Oh, my. That's some high-quality stuff. <laughs> She, he is not playing. Dude, Britain going all in on the Savage stuff. Sorry, I cut you off. I was so taken aback by that. I thought that was a hot take on like one of the Ravens running backs or something. Nope, just a no, fact I was about just, his picture. I was just amused by Britain's funny logo. It goes from absolutely worst team to best funny, team funny, in the league. Funny team, funny logo. Yeah. Uh, so okay, sorry. You went you went with Britain on this one. Yeah, yeah. I think Britt's gonna win. Uh, Steph's team is looking a little rocky right now. So. Yeah, it's not looking too hot. Yeah. Okay, this next matchup is Team Cook versus Team Vincent. Wow. <laughs> the, the team names have just gone down. It went from so good hill to so bad so fast down. Wow. Hill. So why don't you uh, why don't you give me your thoughts on this matchup while I recover? <laughs> so I, I think Corey's team they smoked me last week. Uh, so he's gonna win for the rest of the year because my team's great and his team somehow beat me. Uh, no, in all seriousness, Corey's team Corey's team is really good. I mean they're just hot right now too. Like Brandon Cooks has been great. Calvin Ridley, I don't think he's going to have three touchdowns again, obviously. No. Um, but he's got Odell playing New Orleans. So anybody playing New Orleans, I'm going to start him, right, Jason? Uh, <laughs> something to think about, Corey. Um, he's also got James Conner. He's got Jordan Howard. I'm sure he's nervous about playing Kirk Cousins because Kirk Cousins is almost the reason that he lost last week. But he didn't, so who cares? Uh, and he has uh, Latavius Murray in case Alvin Cook sits. So... Uh, Corey's team is really good this week. I, Especially Kenyon Drake on the 3-0 Dolphins, too. Yeah, Dolphins are... How are the Dolphins 3-0? And know. the Patriots aren't. I don't That's know. amazing. I have no uh, idea. So, yeah, and Ty's team is... They're just bad. We, I'm, I, I mean, we don't need to go into it too much. He's starting Matt Breed and Jordy, Jordan Wilkins. And Traquan Smith. I... I don't understand that one. I said start everybody playing New Orleans, not everybody on New Orleans, That's Ty. right. So... Yeah, <laughs> I think... So... I kind of feel bad for Ty. Yeah. Because he lost Fournette and Cook, and maybe he'll get them back. Yeah, if he gets those guys back this week, it changes, but I still think but he gets it. he also drafted Mark Ingram as the first running back, or did he take that down no, Cook before him? he had to have taken Cook and Fournette before then. I mean, That's he took right. Ingram yeah, in, like, the yeah. sixth or yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, either way, he kind of painted himself here with, you know, his third running back being a guy who's suspended. So, maybe week four he turns it all around. I Ty doubt has it, though. major, major potential to turn it around, though. I mean, he's got Ingram and Edelman <clears throat> that are both suspended, and his starters aren't all bad. He's only been riddled with injuries to start the year. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. So I don't think Ty's going to finish the year, you know, 0-16. 
I hope not. That'd be bad. Well, you have to make um, it to the playoffs to lose 16 games. That's surely not going to happen. Or, uh, hopefully we do a toilet bowl, right? We got to do a toilet bowl. We got to do a toilet bowl. Come on, Britain. We got to do a toilet bowl. Come on, man. It's been decided. It's been decided. I mean, that's that's half the fun. Yeah. Uh, okay, so so, so we're both going with Corey here by a lot, right? Yeah, I think Corey is just... I think he's going to go ham. Unless, again, Fournette and Cook end up playing. I don't think Cook will, for okay, sure. But you got to lo- lock in your pick right lock now. Lock in Corey. Lock in Corey. Okay, there you go. All right, so education... Oh, wait, no, sorry, I skipped one. Now we are on to threat level midnight. John Neffley versus Team LaRoe. Sarah LaRoe, not Jason LaRoe. Yes. Um, the get, the head of the house, LaRoe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why she was bullied at woman camp. <laughs> Because she's in charge. Um, so, or it was couples camp. Couples camp uh, yeah. Whatever. There's so many damn camps. I can't keep track of it anymore. Uh, we got it, uh, John Neffley, the perennial powerhouse. Perennial uh-huh. being three weeks, and that's not what perennial means. But we have John Neffley's team, who still just terrifies me. Um, and Sarah's team, who is good. We both. Oh, I think we've both been outspoken good. about liking Sarah's team, mm-hmm. but I again, it just it just comes down to it again. I just think John Neffley's running backs are not only are they good, they're like explosion when you a week good, and he's got three of them. But he doesn't have all three of them this week. Uh, he McCaffrey's out. He doesn't. That's right. Which is a big thing. And here's another thing for me at least: John's matchups for his running backs are not that great. Yeah. They not are week. not that great. Um, I think Sarah has a couple good matchups. Uh, I think between, especially with Aaron Rodgers getting to play Buffalo. Hopefully he just you know doesn't pull a Kirk Cousins. Um, and I think Gordon that's going to go really well. Yes, which is going to be big, especially with their backup oh, quarterback. Gosh, gonna yeah. run it's going to be a blowout. So I think that what's actually going to happen here is even though John's team is freakishly good, mm-hmm. I think John's team is going to underperform for the first time just by a little bit. And Sarah's going to give John his first L of the season. What do you think? I, I agree. I mean, I, it, I I was looking at it today. John has three Panthers on his team. They're wow. all the number ones in their position. He has Cam Newton, obviously the number one. He's a quarterback. Right. And he has Chris McCaffrey, the one running back, obviously. And then he has Devin Funches. Dude. Since when was John a Panthers fan? Apparently. Like, apparently since right now. <laughs> that's insane. I mean, I, at least he got an early bye. It's out of the way. So if he wins this week, he's pretty much good for the rest of the year. Right. Uh, but I, I, saw, I was like, man, that's, that just surprised me. Uh, but, yeah, I agree. I think John's team is the weakest it will be all season this week. Yep. And Sarah's team is absolutely strong enough. Even on his, even on John's strong week, all of his guys in. I think Sarah's team has a chance. So. Oh, I didn't even recognize that John had four buys this week for yeah. his starters. Five, five total buys because he has Chris Thompson as well. Wow, wow. Okay, yeah, Yay. definitely gonna go Sarah on this week. Yeah, Sarah's got it in the bag. Uh, next matchup, we've got uh, Education Nation, Jason Larue versus the Flu Draft. Give me your thoughts, Chief. Man, Jason, uh, you – it's so weird. When we started the season, I was, like, terrified of your team. I, I, I think Jason was, like – I feel like we say this every week. Like, we were so convinced that your team was just going to destroy us. And now I, I, I am so excited to see you make moves and see what happens throughout the rest of the year. Right. Uh, because maybe you're going to turn it around. I don't think it's going to happen this week. Uh, With that trade for Christian Kirk, uh, Devonta Freeman, I don't think he's going to play this week. So, Jason, again, he's been riddled to injuries and stuff like that. I I hope that at some point this season he can turn around and get a couple wins under his belt. 
Um, maybe, I mean, honestly, maybe Jason's a strategist. Maybe he throws it and just tries to get a bunch of first-round rookie picks and gets that early first. It kind of seems like that. <clears throat> but if he throws it, he's only going to get his one first-round rookie yeah. pick, and the rest of us will have whatever's. But, I mean, yeah. Jason does have three first-round rookies. and Which I did just I did just look it up, and we actually ranked Jason as the worst veteran draft. Well, what about overall? Oh. That's I, what I mean. Oh, With oh, rookies man. included. Now you're uh, at, maybe Yeah, maybe you're right. Now you're, you're right. asking me to go Now that places. I think about it, because he drafted Geis while he was on IO. That's right. But he did get Freeman as well. There was a lot of hype about Freeman. No, you ranked him as number one power ranking in the year. Yeah. And I had him as number three. So we had we had Jason High. Wow. Yeah. That's shocking for how horrendous his team is right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. See, so yeah, I think I think Griff's going to win this one. I don't love Griffin's team. I don't either. Uh, but I think he's got it this I, week. I'm with you, too. Jason's team is in a rough spot, and mm. I'm... I don't know. Maybe it's just recency bias because Griffin freaking waxed me last week, and I'm still <laughs> pissed about it. But somehow he's two and one. I think he gets to three and one, um, and I think Jason goes to the dreaded zero and four land. Gosh, which I hope not, Jason. I, I I I don't want to be right, but I do want to pad my stats. <laughs> so I'm. So you pick Griffin. So you want you want to be right in that. So I'm yes. That's, <laughs> yes, that's right. I'm selfish. Uh, big shocker. Uh, okay, let's. Jump into our next next matchup. We got Joe Zypher, Zippy's Ballers versus the Cincinnati Indians. This is you. Yes. Uh, why don't you give me your thoughts and then I will deny them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what you have written down. I just I just assumed that's what I was gonna do. Well, of course I'm gonna pick myself. So Classic. unless you're picking me, you're wrong, my friend. I am not. The <laughs> the only guy, honestly, that scares me on Joey's team this week. I should be very specific. This week is Todd Gurley. Um, mostly because every time I play against Todd Gurley, he has, like, literally last year, going into the playoffs in one of my leagues, he's, it was the week he scored, like, 60 points, yep. and I was winning by, like, 40. Uh-huh. So, yeah, he'll do it. Uh, Todd Gurley is my arch nemesis. I hate him. I should have drafted him, but I didn't have the chance. Um, honestly, my team has just been really kind of just consistent. No, I'm not saying they're great. I'm also not saying they're terrible. And Jai is having injury issues. Mike Evans is going up against Chicago. I don't think Fitzmagic is going to continue. I really Dude. don't. I hate playing. I have him in one of my leagues. I hate playing him because he looks so bad against at Chi- the first half of that game. Against Chicago, it's going to be rough. Against Chicago. They have a good defense. They're going to be getting to him. Yeah. Uh, Stefan Diggs is going up against the Rams. Don't love that. They're they're not bad. Uh, he has Brandon Marshall in right now. Uh, Kyle <laughs> Rudolph, again, going up against the Rams. Sterling Shepard. Like, Tyler Boyd, yeah, but I also have A.J. Green, and he's more likely to get the ball than Tyler Boyd is. Um, so, yeah, uh, Joey's team just this week it doesn't terrify me because of the matchups. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah, so to me, I think that's true, but as I look through your roster, I just don't want them on my roster. I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think I think where this hinges is Jay Ajayi, and I'm gonna, I think if Ajayi doesn't play, Joe has no shot because he really doesn't have a backup running back. Mm. Um, except for Ronald Jones, who's for some reason sitting on the bench. Uh, he's got Wendell Smallwood, which if every running back in Philly is still hurt, then he might be able That's to fire true, him yeah. up. But um, so if Jay Jai doesn't play, I think it's you. If Joe does, if Jay Jai does play, I think it's Joe. I'm gonna call my shot here and say that Jay Jai does play and that Joe wins. Ooh. So I, that, that's that's the way that I'm going. It'll be fun too. I'll, t- I'll warn you guys now. Joey's got three people playing on Thursday. 
Yeah. Joe takes off, you're going to see me making some wild plays <laughs> on my start sits. I'll tell you right now, I'm going to make some hot takes. That's a guarantee. Oh, my gosh. I will love to include you in hindsight 2020 again. <laughs> again. It's, it's going to be boomer bust. If Joey goes off on Thursday, I got I to gotta go big or go home. So just letting you guys know now. All right. Our last matchup is Muscle Hamster. That's Chris Montre versus me. Still haven't thought of this. I still have not thought of a team name. Uh, Cheek, give me your thoughts. All right, so you said Joey, so this is what you get. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you want to pick Matre again and go further into the fact that you're not going to get it right and <laughs> you'll be losing to me in yet another facet of life. Hey, you're going to lose twice this week. It's Joey and me, and then it's this matchup. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Chris's team is only going to win when he has... Two guys that can finish in the top 24 in RBs. And the last chance is this week. Last week it didn't happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen this, this week. week. there's a chance. No. He's got Hilton and Hopkins going against each other. Those are going to be explosive games. P- Chris, please, for the love of God, bench Amari Cooper. Stop <laughs> playing him, Chris. No, play, I need you to win. Play Stop Amari playing Cooper. him. He is bad. I'll trade you somebody. I've been trying to get the guy just so I can get a freaking win out of you. It's killing me. Okay, and then on top of that, he's got Tevin Coleman <laughs> and Gio Bernard playing against each other. And I think both the Colts-Texans game and the Falcons and Bengals games are going to be high-scoring games. The, the defenses are not great. I think it's the exact so, opposite. I think the offenses are so bad. No! Well, the Atlanta offense no! is going to smoke Cincinnati, and then Tevin Coleman will probably get a bunch of carries, but Gio is not going to get the work. D- Joe Mixon's out. I know. Gio's going to get some work. No. Gio, what did Gio do last week? I'll bet you right now Mark Walton has as much carries as Gio. Gio had 12 carries last week for Four. 61 yards. Yeah, he was fine. It's 17 points. And he got a touchdown. That's a good game. Yeah, it's not going to happen again. Dude, he's going to do it again. No way. He's going to... Gio, I believe in you. If you're listening, Gio Bernard, for any reason, I don't know why you'd be listening. Okay. I believe in you. Let me run through a start-sit situation with you. Who would you rather start, Patrick Mahomes or Carson Wentz? Well, I don't want to answer that question, because that's no fun. (laughs) Okay, so you want to start Patrick Mahomes. Okay, who do you want to start? Ezekiel Elliott or Tevin Coleman? Obviously, Tevin Coleman. I mean... (laughs) Okay, who do you want to start? My new hot running back, Marshawn Lynch, or Gio Bernard? Who do you want to start? Tyreek Hill or DeAndre Hopkins? This one's legitimate. Damn it. Okay. Okay, we'll go to number If you guys aren't aware I'm of not what changing I'm doing, my pick. I'm literally just going down the matchup and asking Jeek <laughs> if he wants to start my player or Matre's player. And every single time he's not answering because he wants to say my player. Dang and we would do that through the entire roster. And that's exactly why it's a hundred percent chance that Matre heads to 0 4. I would start George Kittle over Ricky Seals. That's right <laughs> in. Okay. Okay. You can have George Kittle's nine points to Ricky Seals' seven points. Chris, please win. <laughs> God, just win one freaking game. I mean, I was confident last uh, week over Griffin, but not nearly as confident as I, I am right now. It, ha- it just has to happen. Wentz isn't bad. Wentz, I didn't say Wentz was bad. And I, I said Mahomes this, was better. If Mahomes is going to have, like, the bad week. Which he never will. Di- He's got to at some point, right? I mean, he can't be a superhuman. Okay, fine. I'll fire up Philip Rivers versus San Francisco. Is that what you want? That's a better play. I mean, if I'm you, I'm playing that, to be honest. I mean, Denver is a really good team. Uh, I don't blame you for playing Pat Mahomes, obviously. Oh, I'm playing. Especially because you got the Tyreek Hill stack. You'd you'd be an idiot to not play that. Yeah, if he puts up another 40 points on my bench again. 
because the you, we, yeah you can't I let that happen twice. I would I would quit the league. Yeah, that'd be bad. All right, so that is all of our matchups for this week. Hey guys, uh, we are done with all of our analysis stuff. Analysis stuff. We have some super exciting news. If you haven't noticed, you're probably not listening to this on Anchor, yes. and that's because we are on. Uh, Google Podcasts, yes. Pocket Casts, Spotify. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know all the places we're on. They, Apple Podcasts. They published the things. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Maybe not yet. Let's find uh, out. We'll find out. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker. Never heard of it. Pocket Casts and Radio Public. We are still waiting on approval from Apple Podcasts. Trying to get on NPR next. NPR. <laughs> I don't go. I don't, I don't want to associate with them. Uh, so. We are on new platforms. Hopefully, you're listening on the new platform. We're excited to be off Anchor. Or yes. we're, we're still on Anchor, but we're launching from there to go into other platforms and using it as like a distribution method. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the Anchor player is just genuinely horrible. And I'm saying this on an Anchor podcast. And I want to email them and be like, hey, your player sucks. And no one wanted to use it. So we published everywhere else. But I don't um, have that kind of sway because don't they don't care. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but so... Keep looking out for us on your favorite podcast platform. I will let you guys know when we are on Apple Podcasts and all the normal places you get it. But uh, most of you guys have Spotify, Pocket Cast. Oh, yeah. Pocket Cast is free to download, so that's an easy place to get it. Google Podcasts, also free. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're much better players. So thank you guys so much. You guys can still feel free to respond to the podcast either through text, through email, send me a voice clip, or uh, put it through Anchor. Um, I think that's it. That's it. That's it. Next week, good luck on your matchups, guys. I am going to need it. So if you guys could put up a prayer for me, (laughs) that would be really appreciated. (laughs) All right, guys. Until next week, uh, have fun with your families watching football. And uh, thank you so much for listening. See you.